0: In last week's episode of the show, we discussed the line cadre side of encampment, but this week we look at the support cadre. I'm Cadet Lieutenant Colonel John Sharp, and you are listening to the 12th episode of Squawk Talk Radio, your source for the Lynchburg Cap Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of our show. Let's jump right into this week's episode and the topic of conversation for today. At Encampment, there are a variety of teams that all keep the Encampment machine running. This may be anything from the Public Affairs team, which documents the Encampment experience with the use of cameras and social media, or it might be something like the Dining Services team, who keeps everyone fed with a healthy and plentiful diet. This week, we get to hear from two members of the support cadre of Encampment 2018, one of which was the leader of the Curriculum and Plans team, and the other was a medic. Let's have a listen. All right, for this first interview of the episode, I want to talk to one of the Special Projects officers at Encampment. Um, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, uh, my name is Cadet Captain Zechariah Pratt. I had the privilege to serve on the Special Projects team as the chief, and our job mainly consisted of we wrote the schedule before Encampment, um, edited it and distributed it during Encampment, and also my team mainly ran activities such as the air assault course, repel tower, and LRC during Encampment.
0: So for those of you that may not know, uh, the chief position is essentially uh, the head of a specific team. So being the special projects chief, he basically headed up the entirety of the special projects team. Uh, Captain Pratt, how many members were on your team and who all was on that?
1: I had four members on my team, including uh, Cadet Major Bell and then three other cadets from other squadrons, I had, uh, including Cadet Riley, Cadet Roos, and Cadet Manning.
0: Fantastic. Um, what was your experience like on a day-to-day basis? Obviously, you talked a little bit about your responsibilities on a broader scale, and you talked about the schedule. Um, what did that look like on a regular day, uh, say day three of encampment? You're midweek, um, you're going through the, the ropes of encampment, something comes up in the schedule. How did you handle that? on a regular basis?
1: Well, specifically during encampment, so we had a unique challenge where our team didn't have a direct senior member oversight, so I had to report directly to the senior member deputy uh, commander for support, Captain McCabe. And so my job usually consisted as the chief at the beginning of the day is to overlook the schedule for the next day, um, edit it, get talked to Captain McCabe, the executive cadre, command cadre, make sure that nothing had... Changed majorly, and if it had, then I edited the schedule. By about lunch to dinner time, I would meet with the support chiefs and the cadet deputy commander for support, and we would confirm the schedule. And then that night, we would distribute it to the line cadre and make sure that they had what they needed. But my team, they um, it was more a one-man job to do the schedule editing. But my team, mainly during the day, they would carry out the orders of the day, the schedule for that day. So they'd be running the LRC, repel tower, etc. They were the hands-on actually fulfilling activities making sure behind the scenes that they were prepared.
0: So you might say that they were like the experts in those specific areas say one might run the LRC they'd have to be well versed in how that activity ran or the air assault course um, they might have to know all the ins and outs of that activity and then they as an individual would then head up that activity? Yep that is correct well uh, through the line cadre my staff never really
1: talked directly to students since we were a support cadre but we would communicate to the line cadre and then the line cadre would carry out what they were told.
0: So as a special projects officer, you kind of kept encampment running uh, throughout the week. You kind of were the backbone when it comes to all the different activities and what makes encampment fun. Um, What was fun for your job throughout encampment? Um, Surely there was some highlight of your week. Um, Would you mind sharing that with us? Well, I
1: really enjoyed seeing the impact that a well-written schedule had with all of the line cadre and different support people. one thing that we really try to focus on is uh, support cadre and line cadre who don't really get an opportunity to do activities the fun activities that students are doing we try to schedule those for, like, for example the dining services cadre we tried to schedule the um, gun sims for them and that was one of the things I got to, I got to see them leave to go and do that that was really fun seeing them all happy um, after a hard day of work they, it was a surprise for them so they got to go and do the gun sims late one day I think it was about day four or day five but I um, also loved interacting with people, um, being kind of the person that um, got to see the overall picture and really work with everyone. I really enjoyed it.
0: Fantastic. And I do have one final question for that for you, and that is what was one lesson that you learned at Encampment as a support chief or just at Encampment in general? Um, and will you take it away from it?
1: Uh, For me, it was really that uh, relationships with people matter, that um, when you work as a team and you have to look at the entire picture, everybody has their own perspective that they bring to the table, and you have to be willing, especially as the person that is writing the schedule and pulling together all the pieces, you have to hear everyone's perspective, give it not equal weight, but really listen to everyone and make sure that you're getting that they're, you understand that they're getting their point across and that you ensure that they realize that they're being listened to.
0: All right, fantastic. Thank you very much, Captain Pratt, for joining us. For those listening back at home, don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back after this short break. From border to border... From sea to shining sea, more than 61,000 ordinary American citizens are serving their communities every day as a member of the Civil Air Patrol, the official auxiliary of the United States Air Force. From disasters large and small, natural and man-made, we answered the call to serve. To find out more information or to find a unit near you, log on now. GoCivilAirPatrol.com. All right, cadets, for this second interview of the episode, I'm going to be talking to another member of Support Cadre for Virginia Wing 2018 uh, encampment, and that is one of our medics, Cadet Major Acacia Dickens. Uh, thank you for joining us, Major Dickens.
2: Thank you very much, sir.
0: So, Major Dickens, as a medic, uh, I want a little—I want to hear a little bit more about uh, your experience uh, and what it was like uh, for the week as a whole.
3: Well,
2: being a medic is a lot of fun. You get to go to encampment and help people get through the week and that's basically what you do whether it be mentally or physically sometimes you know you have somebody with a blister and they won't be able to walk by day three if they don't address it on day one and so you're you're there to help The other people be able to accomplish the mission.
0: So obviously, that's a more broad view of your uh, description. I think that's a a really good explanation of the role of a medic, and that is being there to help your people, Um, because obviously you're assigned to a squadron uh, throughout the week on a day-to-day basis. Um, What would a typical day at encampment look like for an encampment medic?
2: So basically, typical day, we would wake up, get into BDUs, not PT gear, because um, we needed to be able to to have a meeting with the medics during the time others were changing, but we were in BDU uh, gear, and we basically went out and watched some the students and the cadre to make sure you know people weren't falling out during PT. Everybody was safe and um, able to do the exercises properly. Then you know everybody would get changed. We would have a meeting just to make sure you know all of our bags were full and such. And then we would go through the day with our squadrons, just staying with them all the time there to ensure their own, their safety.
0: Fantastic. Now, as a member of support cadre and as a medic in particular, obviously you're with the cadets a large majority of the time, and that includes when they go to the activities at encampment. Um, Did you get to experience any fun activities while encampment? And if so, what was one that stood out to you as memorable or particularly fun?
2: So yeah, I did get to do some of the activities. Um, The most memorable one was um, the rappel, the rappel wall. That was just fun, Um, getting to go down, uh, go up, and then jump down the wall. It's it's a lot of fun.
0: It's definitely one of the scariest experiences at encampment, but it also was probably my favorite experience of encampment 2018 as well. Um, lastly, I have one final question, and that is about encampment as a whole throughout the week, um, there's always a lot to learn as cadre. What was a lesson that stood out to you in particular that you could just not only learn for Civil Air Patrol but take away and use in general life?
2: All right. so one of the lessons I learned um – as being a medic is you, you you need to stay calm even under stressful situations um like say if somebody is bleeding and it's kind of freaking you out you've got to stay calm because if you freak out other people are going to too and even in any role of cadre if you freak out other people are going to do it's just human nature um and so being able to stay calm and keep your head in those situations allows you to better help other people
0: All right, thank you so much, Major Dickens, for joining us for this interview.
2: Thank you very much, sir, for having me.
0: All right, everyone. Going right into our next segment of the show, I want to highlight our safety nugget for the month of July. Here to host this segment is Cadet Senior Master Sergeant Madeline Groots.
3: Hello, Cadets. I'm Cadet Senior Master Sergeant Madeline Groots, and I'm going to be giving you this month's safety nugget. Safety nugget for this month is going to be on the topic of pollen allergies because they are very prevalent in the summertime and between the season changes. So the three things we're going to be talking about is how to identify pollen allergies, how to avoid them, and how to treat them. So first thing, how to identify them. Usually you end up getting a runny nose, tight chest, sore, itchy throat. It will happen when you've spent a lot of time out of doors or you have your windows in your house open, so a lot of pollen comes inside. Um, So if you do end up having them, we want to figure out how to avoid them so that you don't have to deal with it. So the main thing is to drink a lot of water. If you can flush the pollen out of your system, it won't bother you. Also, if you're going to be doing lots of PT, try and do it inside as much as possible because the more you inhale pollen, the more chance you have of giving yourself pollen allergies. The last thing is how to treat them. Again, drink lots of water, flush it out of your system, get rid of it so that it's not irritating you. Also, if you want to drink tea and honey, which um, soothes the throat and makes sure that if it's sore, it kind of helps heal it. Make sure that you're breathing in. You can also use a humidifier, which will help keep your lungs and throat wet so that it doesn't irritate you as much. Make sure to blow your nose and cough it out, don't swallow it. That will just make it worse and can risk infection. And above all, make sure that you're resting and give give yourself a chance to heal. So hopefully these tips will help you identify, avoid, and treat pollen allergies. So that was this month's Safety Nugget. Stay safe, everyone.
0: For our last segment of the episode, you know exactly what time it is. It's time for our weekly aerospace trivia. Last week I asked the question, what was the name of the first ever weather satellite, and what day did it become operational? Now, I'm going to do something I have never done before on this show. This week, I'm not going to give you the answer to the question. As a matter of fact, you can consider me holding the answer to this question hostage. Over the past week, literally no one, no one emailed me or even attempted to email me the correct answer. Therefore, in order to not only hear the correct answer, but also receive the next question, you all know the drill. Someone needs to research the answer and send it to me at john.sharp at vawg.cap.gov before we move on to the next one. All right, it's time for the weekly attendance report, and that is as follows Alpha received 100% accountability, Bravo had four no reports, Charlie had one no report, Oscar had two no reports, and Tango received 100% accountability. Again, sending in your attendance is not a suggestion. It is quite literally the easiest thing you can do in the cadet program. I'm not joking. The cadet commander literally sends you a nice, polished document in your email inbox. You open said email. You type in the required information in the boxes provided, and you click the submit button. It's that easy. I want to see some serious improvements from this report of this week. With that being said, I only have one further announcement, and that is your regular reminder to keep exercising every single week. I am working on my regular workout program, and you can too. It can be as simple as doing a few push-ups and running every day, or a full-fledged program designed to challenge you and build serious muscle. Keep up the great work on those programs. Seeing as I have no other updates or announcements at this time, that concludes this week's episode. Squawk Talk Radio is a production of the Lynchburg Cap Public Affairs Team and is made possible by Lynchburg CAP. To find out more about who we are, what we do, and how to get involved, visit lynchburgcap.com. We will be back next week, but until then, remember to stay positive, continue to strive for excellence, and keep those uniforms crispy. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Squawk Talk Radio.